You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Today, I'm going to cover something I meant to do last week because this was just such a, such a cool competition craze that's going on that I want to mention this. Um, I know lately, I don't know if anybody's been following competitions, but long-range rifle shooting has been climbing steadily in the last probably 10 years or so at dramatic rates because everybody wants to get out there and see if they can hit 1,000 yards, hit 1,500, 2,000 yards. Well, sometimes, Roger, the terrorist might be 1,000 yards away. That's right, and in order to give him his um, injection of required lead right <laughs> hey look i'm all for uh giving them all uh, a, a uh, corona test by way of uh I don't know what would it be. A, what would be a lead injection? <laughs> it would be a lead injection. I was trying to. Think, I was about to say a, a, a seven. But what? What would be your a head swab? <laughs> that would be a hell of a head swab. But what would be your choice of ammo? Let's say we had to hit a thousand yards. Let's say the weather was decent. Thousand yards. Your choice of round. You know, we're coming up to that in a little while. Ah, I'm jumping I've ahead. Got, I've got the seven longest sniper kills in history oh, coming up. Coming up. Look, folks, we just great minds think alike. That's right. He just truly did it. not know his see his notes. <laughs> I really did. But yeah, that that's a good question. What kind of gun would you? I got the four uh, most popular guns used for long range sniping. Excellent. Also, so we got that coming up. This is going to be a long range show today. Yeah, inquiry, well, you know it fits. For, no, I won't go there. I'm not going to go there. Bad host, bad host. That's right. Just because we don't have any women here, doesn't mean we have to talk about length all the time. <laughs> but anyway, a lot of people like to do long range rifle shooting. But the thing is, where do you find a thousand, twelve hundred, fifteen, two thousand yard range to work right, with? Right to work with. You got to groom it. You got to keep it ready. You know, it's, it's the rolling caves that is the Middle East. Bad host. Right. Bad host. That would be an interesting excursion on a uh, Middle Eastern cruise ship. Ooh, a cruise ship around the coast of Somalia. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about that before. Yes, we But have. so what some people have done is they looked, instead of increasing the range and getting bigger and badder rifles and bigger cartridges, they said, let's use a smaller cartridge and extend the range a little less, but still have the same issues with dealing with drop and wind and stuff. So they have this new 22 precision rimfire competition craze that's going on now. And apparently, this goes anywhere from 100 to like 400 yards. So yeah, not so. huge ranges, but with a 22, that's an extreme range. I mean, getting a 22 out 400 yards and calculating the drop and wind drift and everything, that well, that's a heck of a shot. you got to have a heck of a... You'd have to have a heck of a long-range twenty-two rifle, though. I mean, to some extent, yes, but a lot of it just has to do with figuring out the math. You know, you want to know, you want to know how your round is going to travel, if the wind's going to affect it. You're going to need the Sheldon shot, the Sheldon calculation. What? What's that? The um, Sheldon calculation. You got to calculate all the math. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, think about it. <laughs> There's now, physics granted, involved. There are some things that aren't. A factor like you know when they talk about long range rifles, center fire, they talk about spin drift, like the bullet yeah. spins, and at a certain point it starts to actually follow that spin. You're not going to have that with a 22 rifle at 400 yards, at least not enough to probably make a difference. But so what they decided to do is they have this competition where they're running steel plates, 
and you can run anywhere from 100 to, it says 330 yards. I think at some point I said 450 yards. Still, that's with a 22 rifle, though. So you're using the same skill set as you would with a centerfire rifle, just shrunken down. And, you know, you have all the wind determinations and factors and things like that to see. And they do 7 out of 10 shots you have to do. Now, of course... Anybody can compete with this because the 22 is cheap enough. Even with the best ammo, you're not going to spend that much per round in shooting 10 rounds in a in a set. Even if you shoot, you know, 50 rounds or 100 rounds during the day, it's not that much money. Not it like just takes the time. A, not like shooting. Not like shooting a 338 Lapu or 50 <laughs> caliber. You're not going to yeah, spend yeah. hundreds of dollars in ammo for you know for 50 or 60 rounds. Right. But they've got events all over the world now. All over the, there are seventy gun clubs in the United States holding these twenty-two matches, and there's places in England, France, South Africa, New Zealand, Australia. We'll save the expensive rounds for the high-value head swaps, <laughs> the high-value targets. <laughs> but what this does, it kind of stretches the range of what originally people thought a twenty-two was capable of. I mean, it used to be 100, 125, maybe 150 yards. It's about all you're going to get out of a 22. And even then, you're stretching it anything beyond 100 yards. But now that you're running out almost, you know, to up to 400 yards or 350 yards, that's huge difference. And of course, then of course you get into the guns. And there's one particular gun that, of course, holds the more trophies is the Voodoo Gunworks V22. And it's unique in the fact that. It has an action that fits into all Remington 700 standard centerfire rifle accessories. So the stock for a Remington 700 fits in the Voodoo 22 will fit right into that. All the bipods, all the triggers will all fit into this 22 design chassis. So it, it's neat. And, you know, they have... It's it's easier to do because if you don't have access to a thousand yard range, you can go somewhere with a three hundred to four hundred yard range and still practice your long range shooting. Get something like that in, and people can compete in all ages. I was reading this one story where a girl was thirteen years old, and her dad and her uncle were there, and they were giving her specs from the wind meters and everything. But she just said, "No, I got this." She pulled her shot, boom, dead on. She outshot her uncle and her dad that day, and she's thirteen years old. Gotta love it. That's because her eyes are much better than the older. Probably so, yes. That's right. Everybody's eyes get a little worse as they get older. But, of course, you know, you're talking guns with huge scopes and everything on them, just like you would with precision rifles at thousands of yards. How proud of his daughter must he have been? Oh, exceptionally so. Maybe even a little embarrassed that she beat him. (laughs) Oh, probably embarrassed, but deep down inside, so proud. And and who knows? I, I would love for something like that to go viral just to make some uh, Democrats cry. See, now here's something I was reading. It shows here's here's the kind of things you have to deal with. Okay, if you zero your twenty two rifle at 50 yards, you're going to drop another 7.5 inches by 100 yards. Hmm. So this is stuff you have to compensate. Now, after 300 yards, you're probably dropping 50, 80 inches. So you really have to compensate. For the for the distance, and that that that's kind of skill that will transfer to centerfire rifle all day long. So when you get to the spot where you can shoot big rifles on long thousand two thousand yard courses, you can do it if you have this kind of skill. And these are much easier and cheaper to get into. And and they have different classes. So depending on what kind of rifle you've got or what you want to do, you know. And it's so easy for a range to get into this because they can per- they per- they can purchase an official target pack which is 16 steel targets 
AR-500 targets and 10 hangers for $329. That's all you have to do to get started. You have these targets. And then you can set up and have matches. So that's kind of cool. And I've not looked locally to see if any of these are available. This is something, if you're interested in long-range rifle shooting and just can't find that 1,000-yard range or 2,000-yard range. Or you can't make it to the Middle East. Yeah, or Somalia. can't make it to the coast of Somalia. (laughs) Get some practice in ahead of time, though, and this would do it. Now, they have five classes. Open class. Any type of twenty-two long rifle and optic, regardless of cost. Okay, yeah, this is for the guys who just have unlimited money or have build custom stuff, whatever they want to do. They're out to win no matter what. Then they have a base uh, base class, which sets a limit of $1,050 manufacturer-suggested retail for rifle and optic. Okay, so that's reasonable. I mean, so that way for $1,000 all in MSRP, that's all you can spend. So you're competing with people on an equal level. Now, you want to, of course, get the best possible equipment you can for that amount of money and there are probably certain ones that uh, are better than others and there's some that are probably put together by people who do this but for a thousand bucks you can start competing every weekend in 22 long distance rifle shooting that's one or two nights don't go out to eat that money you'll save up in no time well if you're gun money is gun money that's totally different money well this is true for (laughs) right yeah hey some restaurants are opening up again and i'm going to get to that (laughs) some are yeah you know that that thing, I just thought of something, Roger, and, and I bet you Legend Dave has already thought about this, but there are some restaurants that are opening in Georgia, just to deviate here for a moment, and maybe, maybe you guys out there, if you're a restaurant and you're, and you're listening, let us know, and you can be a sponsor on America's Web Radio, and you can be a sponsor of Locked and Loaded, you can be a sponsor of On Point with Victor, and we will advertise that you are open. So we here at America's Web Radio want to help the businesses uh, out there, so... Hey, reach out to us, GM at americaswebradio.com, Roger at americaswebradio.com, or Victor at americaswebradio.com. Yep. And also, if you want to be a guest on Locked and Loaded, I welcome you to send me an email. Tell me what you want to talk about and come on down. And if you're anti-gun, you're a, you know... Bed, wedding, cry, closet seeking. <laughs> easy, <Democrats>. easy, easy. <laughs> Sorry, that's the on point with Victor coming out. Um, <laughs> if you're a nice, wonderful listener out there who just happens to not like guns, we will still, Roger, will you'll still talk to him. And oh, yes. As long as you're willing to do it respectfully with right. me, I will have a discussion with you, and I want to know what your. I would like to know where you stand on and why you and feel so. Why you ways. feel so exactly. Yes. Yeah. I, myself, Roger, I, I love to hear people who will call in. And and not just, I don't like the bickering and all that mess. And, no, know, I don't we don't have argue. time for if that. You can make points and but you know tell me what you, you think. If you can call in and give us a couple of cohed, coherent coherent arguments. that's let me put it that yeah coherent reasons. You don't have to give me arguments. Just give me reasons why you're against it, and then I then engage in a discussion because I do have questions for people who who so willingly uh, give up their ability to protect themselves. Right. I and, mean, and then they don't want to stop there. They want to stop you and me from having our ability to protect yeah. ourselves. Yeah, because they yeah, and that's and that's where it runs. There's always problems with things like that. Freedom of speech, freedom yeah. to own guns. You know, for freedom in general is at risk when we are willing to give it up so easily. And this whole quarantine thing has really shown how far people are willing to go or what they're willing to give up and how quickly mm-hmm. that was really scary oh but well, anyway where were we oh these yes. lockdowns are 
to me, that's kind of a little test run what's going on in some of these uh, blue mm. states. But that's another topic for another day. Yeah. But uh, anyway, but if you're shooting 22s, I mean, this is a way to get into it relatively inexpensively. And I'm sure the matches probably don't cost that much because, you know, it takes them a few guys to run everything. But for $329, the range can buy all the equipment it needs to run one of these precision 22 target events. So, I mean, you know, like I say, with the open, with the base class of $1,050, you can get in there. And that includes, that's optics and mounts, guns. That's a complete setup for your rifle, MSRP at 1050 to put you in the base class. Now, the open class, of course, is going to be a little different. Now, let's see. It says, okay, you need to submit to the NRL headquarters at a cost of $35 per match. So this way you compete on a nationwide basis with other shooters doing the same type of competition course because it's all very it's structured so everybody is running the same course on the same week or within the same multi-week period everyone follows the same courses of fire so you can compare how you're doing nationwide among other shooters which is awesome so that's great you know and this actually will teach you precision rifle skills so that's i think this is just an amazing thing i really hope to try try and find out a little bit more about it you know, oh, and now, and now they're saying that there's, they're bringing out other people are bringing out long distance ranges at up to 600 yards with a 22. Now that, it just That's seems crazy. unbelievable, but it, it, I mean, anything I guess can be done. You know, and they're, uh, they have people shooting 460 yards at an 18 inch plate with a 22. So, I mean, you know, now a lot of people think, oh, that's ridiculous. You can't do it. It's like, you know, it's all a matter of having the right equipment and learning the math, learning the drop, paying attention to all the details to get your gun sighted in at that range. So, uh, we have a comment? We have a uh, listener comment. This this just made me laugh. I I almost laughed out loud and I stopped myself, but this is great. So, the listener would like to... uh, Get your opinion, Roger, that uh, basically he said at 350 yards, a 22 is going to have the stopping power of a paperclip. <laughs> um, so it's kind of funny because... Probably I mean, so. It's know, not going to have a lot gonna, on it at that distance, but all it has to do is hit the steel target and ping it. I wouldn't want to stand in front of the steel target. <laughs> well, what he's alluding to is... is it's know, not for we, hunting, no. We were talking about giving the uh, swab test. Oh, so you're no, not going to yeah. really use a 22 you to reach wanna, out and touch someone. <laughs> you wouldn't want to even hunt small animals at that range with a 22. Yeah. I mean, it's just not it's not humane. Although it's fun to use them to uh, scare off the squirrels and stuff. Oh, yeah, but uh, up to about 100 yards, yeah. maybe even 150. But beyond that, you're probably losing. You'd have to look and see, though, how much energy was still left on one. Yeah, it would be interesting but, to but, see with that. But, but most, looking at, yeah, most of this is just it's target shooting. Plus, yeah, there's nothing you're, there, you're probably. Gonna, you're going to feel a 22, but it ain't going to. I don't know. All right, we're going to come back in a few moments after a short break. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. 
If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. If your health insurance premium is more than your mortgage, Ellen Deal with Ideal Solutions is here to help. Whether you're a small business owner, individual family, or baby boomer, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com and I'll respond with three easy questions to help you determine if you can get away from Obamacare. As a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry, I'm here to help with all your insurance needs. Email Ellen Deal at MAGA45CAG at gmail.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. And right before we left, we were talking about Precision Extreme Range 22 competition shooting, which has apparently been taking off all around the country. This has been going on for several months now, as far as I can tell. I've been sitting on this story for a while because the politics have just rampaged through the the gun world for the last few months with uh, pandemics and uh, gun sales raging. But if you feel like this is something you want to do, I mean, you can start off, like say, with a thousand dollar gun and optic and be in a class with other people at the same range. However, if you go into the unlimited class, probably the number one weapon used is called a Voodoo 22, which is V-U-D-O-O, I think. Let's see. Yeah, no, V-U-D-O-O, V-22. And it's, like I said, it's a barreled action, and it comes able to accept accessories from any Remington 700 full-size rifle. So, And the barreled action starts at $1,770. That's with no stock, no scope, no mounts. Just the barreled action. Now, of course, you can probably get anywhere from $2,500 to $4,000 into one of these pretty quickly. You start adding up optics and uh, stocks and adjustability, stuff like that. So that's something to consider if you want to get in. But you can always start small. So, And it's neat because this technology and the things these people learn is going to be transferred to other aspects of the sport. They're going to end up giving you a lot of data you can use if you're shooting 22s for hunting, things like that, and get accuracy that you never thought you'd have before. Because these guns are just outstandingly accurate. And, you know, there's always people who push the limits of this. So that's something to look into if you're interested. I mean, you know, like I say, you can start at $1,000, go up to thousands and thousands of dollars, especially when you get into optics and all. But it's just it's 22 precision rimfire. So if you get a chance, check it out if you're interested. That's something I'm certainly going to look at. Now we have to go to Pennsylvania. This was interesting because this is, where did I get this? Oh, this came from my bearing arms guys. These guys always have very interesting stories about gun stuff. Bearing arms, those are good guys to have. Yes. and Actually, I believe they're in Georgia also. I need to get them to come on the show. Yes. But Dr. Jennifer Rager-K figures a hyphenated name i just wonder about that not that i'm making across you know across the board judgments or anything about hyphenated names but you know it doesn't seem it it seems likely that would be something but anyway 
she has run unsuccessfully as a Democrat for a seat in the state legislature. And last week, she openly complained about the protests at the state capitol. Even though the post was made on private Facebook page, her post was wildly shared by residents of the town. What she said, let's see if I can find this. Oh, as a concerned carry permitted gun owner, if you refuse to wear a mask and try to come within six feet of me or my family, I will exercise that same constitutional right to shoot you. Wow, really? <laughs> you're going to shoot somebody if they come within six feet of you and they don't have a mask on. So you're going to dictate so other people's from, behavior. This is coming from a failed Democratic candidate. Democrat <laughs> is the key word here. Democrat. <laughs> I knew you'd have to get onto that. <laughs> <laughs> These are the people who don't want you and I to, to exercise the Second Amendment. But since they're an elitist and they're in the government, they want to exercise there. And they want to shoot you. And they want to shoot you. Now I wonder now, now if later uh, you know it's that's this is one of the dumbest things anyone's ever said about not wearing a mask. I will shoot you if you get within. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty. I mean that that that's not even a veiled threat. A that's mask. a flat out threat. Yeah, that is a threat. You that's, know, if you feel that way, stay the hell home. That is a threat that should be acted on. But this is a person who's a liberal. Democrat. Well, she made an apology and said she was. Let's see, to anyone offended, I'd like to publicly okay. apologize to anyone offended by my recent post regarding the hypocrisy of those who refuse to wear face masks, okay. masks, yet walk around openly carrying guns. All right. So, and we're supposed to accept this apology. Now, imagine if a conservative had a set. Imagine that. if the shoe you was on the other party's foot. Exactly. If that shoe was on the other party's foot, do you think this <laughs> this Democrat would uh, be so willing to forgive? Oh, I'm sure not. It's just it's absolutely it's not. They'd be calling for gun control, gun laws, gun restrictions, gun confiscations. Well, she she was she was upset that these people were armed and protesting. Of course she was. But of course she doesn't because realize they there, weren't the guns. There's a right to have a gun in the Constitution, spelled out word for word. There is no ambiguity. But yet, but yet. forcing somebody to wear a mask that they don't want to wear, don't feel. Yeah, you know it. Well, again. You've got the government crowd. It's good enough for you, but not for me. You have to bear the burden, not me. You can't have the Second Amendment, but I can. That's the type of government. Mean, look at look. That's at what, what it's that, looking like here. And here. the fact that she made this threat, I mean, it's just it seems like this is something that needs to be acted on. You can't just threaten to shoot somebody. Now, how should you react if you run into this person and you're not wearing a mask and you happen to get within six feet of her? Do you draw first? Yeah, Do you wait right. for her to draw? You wait for her? Because she's now made a known threat. Yeah. So now I would view her as a threat no matter what. And, of course, I would walk by her without a mask on purpose. Uh, but Maybe I would also <laughs> <laughs> give, a little, give a little call for sneeze. I mean, it's so ridiculous. Not just that this is a Democrat threatening to shoot people for not wearing a mask. It's a, it's a government Democrat who's pissed off that you have the audacity to not do what they are demanding. Or the fact that you carry a gun when you're protesting. And that you carry a gun. And the fact that she thinks and you that she has one, she can shoot somebody. Not just a constitutional right, the second constitutional right. Right. There is There's a no reason. two ways about it. And, and as I've mentioned before, probably the shortest written amendment in the Constitution because it needed no ambiguity. It needed no clarification. It's oh. very clear of what the Second Amendment said. There's a reason it is concise because the Founding Fathers knew the only way you stop a government from becoming oppressive is to allow the people to be able to defend well, let's themselves. Just, let's just, you know what, let's clarify it a little more. I, ha I have this, I found this... Um 
this uh, explanation. Well-regulated militia. Okay, mm-hmm. that's first words. A militia, when properly formed, are in fact the people themselves whose ability to act in both personal and common defense must be well-maintained. Must be well-maintained. A well-regulated militia. Okay, a militia is people. Yep. It's not military. It's not, you know, it's not a military. Militia what is, that? is not. Article 6. No, this the, is uh, the, the Second Amendment. This spelled is the out. actual spelled out. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not, not be, be infringed. infringed. Yes. Okay. So they're saying a well-regulated militia, a militia who's properly formed, in fact, are people. Yeah. Right. So they're, right. they're spelling out. Okay. Being necessary to the security of a free state. Secure in personal liberty and the governance of a free people, the state securing the rights of the people. Okay. Well, look, if you want even more clarification, go to Article 6 in the uh, go to 6 of the Articles of Confederation where it spells out again the how the states can be secured and how they must be secured. Right. Uh, I mean it, it it spells as, you know, it's it's basically the right of the yeah. people, the whole of the people, an individual right independent of government. Meaning this is a right given to the people. Actually, it's not even a right given to the people. It's a right guaranteed to not be infringed upon it's, by the government. Yeah, I was going to say, as with all of the Constitution, if there aren't rights from the government to the people. It's the people saying these are our inherent rights that the government cannot Right. That's what the, the, the first ten amendments are That's telling the government what they cannot make laws Absolutely. about. Absolutely. That's exactly what they And this is okay. To keep and bear arms. Okay. In case you don't know. To own and carry arms of whatever type necessary to effectively provide for personal defense and defense against tyranny. Which we have seen a lot more which of we're lately. Seeing, we're seeing in every blue state. Just about. Not yeah. Not every blue state. There's a Democrat in Colorado who's actually uh, trying to open up a state. Open up the state. Well, because, yeah. you know, common sense would dictate, by after seeing all the numbers and all the scare tactics, mm. the numbers are not near as deadly as any other flu that's been out there year mm-hmm. after year after year. Or no. H1N1 or any other thing that's happened. You know, these are... It's sad that people get sick, and some people will die from diseases that are out there. It happens every year. Hey, we can't stop all of it. Look what Cuomo said the other day. Uh, they were old. They were going to die anyway. He basically said that. Oh, well, yeah. He was the one who Democrat. put people back into and the nursing homes. he was the one that, that Instead of letting forced, them get into hospitals. Yeah, forced elderly homes to accept a, a known patient who had the virus. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Shall Brilliant not Democrat shall not be infringed. In case you don't know what shall not be infringed means, <laughs> shall not be limited, regulated, federally, excessively taxed, or encroached, or upon, encroached in upon in any manner. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I, I wish we could explain that to uh, Democrats, but they don't learn this. We well, there it is. I mean, that that explains it. That that's that's what's going on here. Yeah. Now, there's one other thing I want to touch on real quick because you see this lady saying she wants people to wear masks and you know and all this. Apparently, after the Civil War, there was a ruling from the United States Supreme Court that stands to this day. Neither the legislature nor executive or judicial officer may disregard provisions of the Constitution in case of emergency. Mm. Flat out says you cannot violate the Constitution just because just it's an emergency, emergency. quote-unquote emergency. That, that that doesn't count. There's no disclaimer on the Constitution. That's like I said, like we were talking about last week. Yep. There is no crisis clause <laughs> in the United States Constitution. In the event of a crisis, the Constitution, the Constitution is null and void. Is null and void. <laughs> that doesn't exist. 
And I venture to say that no state constitution has a clause that says in the event of a crisis, this state constitution. And I'm just going to read this so I get it right. Section 98, therefore, anyone who declares the suspension of constitutionally guaranteed rights to freely travel, peacefully assemble, earn a living, freely worship, or attempts to enforce such, such suspension within the continental United States is making a war against our Constitution. Against the and therefore, we the people are having our constitutional rights violated and must immediately forfeit their office and authority. Absolutely. By the way, there is a state law. I believe it's state. It may be federal, but I believe it's strictly state, Georgia, that uh, it's against the law to wear a mask if you're anywhere close to a bank, a bank. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm <laughs> or, serious. Or yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you're and right. uh, you can if a cop pulls you over and you're wearing a mask, mm-hmm. he can ask you to take it off. Yeah, Although yeah. I saw a police officer today pulling somebody over and he had a mask on. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was a Lone Ranger. He was the maybe. maybe. <laughs> oh, I saw one of the best things the other day. Somebody walked into a store <laughs> that said this store was like Costco. They're requiring masks. He walked in with a Lone Ranger mask on, and they looked. And he goes, what? I, it says wear a mask. It didn't say where to put the mask. It just said wear a mask. So what kind of mask to wear? <laughs> anyway, I thought that was fantastic. You could have had your Halloween mask on. <laughs> yeah, just put on a mask. Yeah, I don't we could all wear Obama mask. <laughs> yeah, That's right. Oh, Hermie Shell. Obama, and I can walk through and go, like your plan, you get your plan. Like your plan, you like your doctor, like, like your doctor. Keep your doctor. If you like a gun, Oops. keep your gun. You're going to take a break. Uh-oh. All right, we'll be back in a few moments. Thanks for listening. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. 
Hello, everybody. We're back. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. And to my right, as a special guest host the only today. Side I'd be on. No, wait, go ahead. <laughs> That's right. He has to sit on the right. It's a thing with him. <laughs> He's afraid sitting on the left I, might vary his I don't opinion. want to be accused of being on the left of anything. <laughs> Victor Armanderes from On Point with Victor is here today. And if you're watching on camera, okay, go ahead, show, show him the shirt there, Vic. Oh, I have to move Because Victor has his new yes. shirts today, which will soon be available for soon purchase. Soon available on the back. He's not angry. He's just right. Just right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, where were we? Oh, yeah, the Pennsylvania doctor threatened to shooting people if they get within six feet of her without a mask on. Crazy. You know, if you feel that way, you need to just stay home and not violate yeah, everybody else's home. rights. But apparently they he came out and apologized and they accepted her apology and didn't uh, look into her any further than that. Well, of course not. But let you or me make that. <clears throat> we'll be arrested for terroristic threat. Yeah, and you know because there's there's peasants. no way this should be excused that easily. No, absolutely. She not. needs to be you know because now I believe if I'm not mistaken Pennsylvania has red flag laws and maybe somebody needs to start following those oh, against her. So this is a clear cut case. If, if, if you're going to run red flag laws, if, let's do it. If Pennsylvania is going to going to run with this ridiculous red law, red flag crap, then uh, somebody needs to bring a red flag law against her. She has made an absolute threat. And oh yeah, if, if that, it was clear. Who are not in government made that threat? They would be throwing the book at us, especially in Pennsylvania, where there's a red red flag law. They'd be yeah. coming after us and, and compensating. Take all your guns, guns away and, until they can prove you're competent. Because she's and get in government or a government type. She's going to get away with it, and that's ridiculous. Somebody, a good citizen in Pennsylvania, if you're out there, red flag her. Yeah, someone, see if you can do something about that, because this lady does not need to be out in public because she's threatening to shoot people if they're not wearing a mask. Yep. Especially with all the information coming out now how masks can actually be harmful to healthy people. Right. There's no excuse for wearing one at this point. I mean, they handed me one at Costco the other day when I went in. I just didn't. I forgot mine, so they handed me one. So I wore it on my chin to keep my to keep my beard nice and clean. Nice and clean. <laughs> you know, I can't wait till they get back to. I want to walk into Costco and get my snacks. Right. And I want to walk into free Sands samples to get my snacks. Well, that's what I mean. I get my free snacks. We'll go to the snack bar and get a hot dog and a Coke. Man, I want to get my free samples back. Get hey, we have a, a listener out there who asked the same question I had. They want to they want to know about the ammo for 22. So, we will get fine listener out there. We will get to that question soon. Ammo for 20 Oh, like what kind of ammo? 22. There what is, is match grade high velocity ammo that people use for that made by probably almost every company out there. <laughs> So we'll have to get into that when we get to the long-range story. Yeah. Well, that was one of them. Are you that was do it. Yeah, the twenty-two stuff. We did that. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I mean, there, there's, I mean, that there's probably a hundred different kinds of ammo that's considered match-grade ammo for twenty-twos, and shooting at that range, you probably want something with pretty much as high a velocity, velocity. as you can take. You do not want a hollow point. You want a full round nose or pointed nose bullet, if possible. Well, a hollow point's not going to spin very well through the. Yeah, well, you know, you do lose a little bit of accuracy yeah. at, at extreme range. But anyway, I just wanted you to know, if you're in Pennsylvania, be aware of Dr. Ragnar yeah. K, because she is going to shoot you if you come within six feet of her without a mask without on. Without a mask. Her or her family. So uh, I want somebody in Pennsylvania, a fine listener from Locked and Loaded in Pennsylvania, get yourself a mask, and on it, write, I shoot back. Yeah, there you go. Walk around with that. <laughs> <laughs> Please do it and send us a picture. Now, everybody knows that states have things that they claim as their own. They have state birds, state cupcakes, state state songs. songs. Yep. Yeah. Uh, lots of state things. Now, back in 2011, Utah 
decided to claim they were going to have a state gun. So they made the 1911 their state gun. But in 2016, Tennessee declared a state gun. But Tennessee decided to go big or go home. <laughs> they pulled it. They pulled the Texas on us. <laughs> yep. Well, now, in all fairness, the gun they picked is manufactured in their state. Mm-hmm. That's where the company is. And this would be the Barrett. Barrett Firearms, and they picked the Barrett M82 rifle, 50-caliber semi-automatic rifle to be their state firearm. It's Barrett Firearms, not to be confused with Barrett Auctions. Barrett Jackson. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, no, no. Barrett Firearms. Barrett Firearms. I I like both. Right, right. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) So, that's awesome. Go Tennessee. So, they picked the the 50-caliber to be their state weapon, which is pretty cool. I I mean, I think all states should pick a state weapon. I, I, I agree. Although I, I wonder about certain states. So, Let's see. Would hmm. California pick a Nerf gun to be their state uh, weapon? A Nerf gun or spitballs. Yeah, or a slingshot. Slingshot. No, they couldn't do spitballs because they can no longer have straws. That's right. So, so you can't even, you don't no have, sling- have a gun for, this, yeah, for the spitballs. No. So it'd have to be a slingshot, but I'm sure they'd outlaw those. So um, I don't know. I, what do you call the. <laughs> I'm going to stop right now. <laughs> You're about to go. Stop. You're about to go over the edge, aren't you? I was about to go over the edge. I'm not going to do it. But, yeah, see, certain states would have trouble determining what state firearm they consider yeah. reasonable. I don't know. <laughs> and where you might purchase these state firearms. Yeah, we don't want to. Oh, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, we don't want to get into that. Well, have you ever seen the movie Airplane? There are certain adult shops that would carry their, their choice of weapons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll just stop right there. Okay. Okay, we're talking about red flag laws in Pennsylvania. Well, let me tell you something. The Oklahoma governor is my new hero this week. Woo! He right signed, up there with the South Dakota governor. He signed a bill that bans red flag laws. Oh, good for Is that man. not just brilliant? Now, I where mean, are the other red state governors? They need to follow or any freedom-loving governors. I don't care yeah. what side. If you're blue state, red state, purple state, I don't care. I know. But Sign a law getting rid yeah. of red, saying red flag but, laws are illegal because they are. They violate a, at yeah. least six constitutional amendments. Find me a blue state that will do it is why I say it that way. But, yes, anyone who – look, if you're a politician, you should be for freedom and liberty, and you should be for upholding the Constitution, which they swear to do. Right, but they so, don't. The red flag laws are highly unconstitutional. And now it's funny that this comes Oklahoma. this comes in the wave of all this pandemic stuff because wow. you know, right now there's probably you know more people have probably died of suicide in the last three months than have of coronavirus. Yep, because of being locked up, losing their jobs, oh, killing the economy. Yep, I mean it's just it's killed more people not getting the coronavirus than it has if they'd given it, you know, if they got it. We we continue to give these, to allow these Democrats to wield this kind of power. They're going to have red flag laws for masks. Well, this apparently is the nation's first anti-red flag law. Good. Good so for it, Oklahoma. It's, he's setting a good precedent here. I'd like to see other states just jump on the bad wango with this and just run with it. I, oh. I think there are 18 states now that have them. So let's get the other 32 states to say no. Yeah, no, we ban them. That, that's, and Georgia better get on board. Yeah, all, all states should get on board, but I don't know. Actually, 17 states have it and Washington, D.C., so that's 18 total. Wow. But several governors, Republican and Democrat, have recently jumped in on this red flag law business. So it's not just Democrats doing it. No, it's not. you got a lot of rhino Republicans that are being douchebags. Yeah, or just Uh, people who are not freedom-loving as they should be, thinking, you know, they— Which is why I say all the time— They think they're hearing a voice from somewhere saying to do this. Right. But it's not there. That's why I say all the time, throw them out. Right. I mean, these these laws are so—they're so unconstitutional to even have these laws. It's ridiculous. Yeah. 
I understand if you need to start an investigation to look at somebody if they do anything wrong, but just to say, oh, I think this guy might do something wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't. Has matter. he made a credible threat like the uh, board member in Pennsylvania? If he's threatened to kill somebody, yes, that's illegal. And then you go in there and you take firearms away. Right. But just because um, someone doesn't like somebody or they don't like guns, there's no reason to take weapons away. You don't need a red flag law to go after somebody who's making a terroristic threat. Right. That's different. a whole different law being broken yeah, there. Exactly. But yet in Pennsylvania, I guess it's okay if you're a board member no, of an education you're board. A, if yeah. you're a board member and, spe- and vote Democrat, you're protected. Yeah. You can make threats and not have red Absolutely. flag laws brought against you. You can do all kinds of stuff while you can even mm. set up a three-star general. I yeah. believe uh, Black Panthers can even uh, stand in front of voting areas. Of which Pens- they had in yes. Pennsylvania. Of was it all Pennsylvania? places. Oh, it that. was in Pennsylvania. Uh, well, that's why he's Legendary Dave. Yeah. But they did. They stood yep. in the polling places with their weapons and, and got in between. You talk about... What is it that Democrats love to say that the the voting suppression disenfranchised disenfranchised it happened right there on video and not yeah. one and fact not one charge was brought fact, against anybody. Obama's Attorney General Eric Holder, I think it was either Eric Holder or the guy before him, I can't remember, uh, was asked and he said, "No, on no circumstances am I going to go um, throw the law." I'm paraphrasing, but on no circumstances are they going to go after with lawful the purpose any of Black these Panther violators. Because they, they were making ah, equality on under race. equality under the law seems like it no longer exists. It hasn't existed for a while. As long as we keep letting these bozos stay in office. But this was one good thing. I would say, Oklahoma Governor, cheers to you. You're here of the week. Yeah. Get a law you know, that prevents this, all red flag laws from being. Passed. This is a segment that needs to be a regular on uh, Locked and Loaded. Just as Hero we have, of the week. <laughs> just as we have Zombie Kill of the Week, <laughs> we need to have Hero of the Week or Second Amendment Hero or or something. Yeah, like and week. I've done a few of these. I can't always find everybody every week, but you know, I'm I'm looking for the for the heroes. That's okay. If we can't find them, we'll make them up. That's right. Um, or we'll just we'll just talk about the zombie kill of the week. Yes, those, those can be enjoyable to watch as well. Now, since we're we're you know I was Oklahoma, that was good Oklahoma, good yeah, Oklahoma. Good okay, Oklahoma. now we go to Connecticut. Connecticut. Well, bad, bad Connecticut. Bad Connecticut. Bad Connecticut. <laughs> they have passed a law that bans any rate of fire enhancement on firearms. Now you say, what is a rate of fire enhancement? Oh, Anything no. that enables you to fire faster, faster. or quicker or so. Are they going to ban the little contraption that, because I've had to do rehab, and I've had this contraption, and I squeeze it and squeeze it and squeeze it. You know what it does? It develops my muscles in my hand. That untra- that also gives me finger strength, which That's means right. I'm going to fire faster. Which says, so they're gonna ban I don't know, too? they're going to ban your hand. Is my hand illegal? <laughs> because you've worked on it? Because it's is enhanced? The, this is the stupidity uh, of liberal thinking. Well, this kind of came in the, on the heels of the whole bump stock thing. You know, with the bump yeah, stock being banned, they just threw this in there. Now now they're just going after anything, uh, anything that can enhance fire. Because there are a lot of other things. For those of you guys who know, there are things that, you know, lighter triggers. There are triggers that fire on both the pull and the release, which the essentially release. double the rate of fire. Shh, don't tell anybody. But that actually enables for very accurate fire, too, because, well, yeah, because you can shoulder the weapon. There's yeah. no bumping necessary. Yeah, the, the recoil is going to have less of an effect. But they banned it, so now a felony for the sale and possession of any raid and fire enhancement device. Hmm. Now, I wonder if you bought these legally, how are they going to make you give them up? Are they just going to say, well, the law 
the laws change, so now you have to destroy this $300, $400 piece you bought, or you have to give well, it unless away? unless they're going to go house to house, there has to be a grandfather rule. Can you, well, like, in any caliber, can you buy tracers? Oh, yeah, most calibers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're they're pretty accessible. 22s, 223s, 308s, any, any, almost any military caliber you can get in a tracer and a few others. Yeah, because sometimes if you forget your glasses, you want to be able to see where you're shooting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they make them in twenty two too, which is actually kind of fun. The only thing about tracers you got to be careful of is they do set stuff on yeah, fire. <laughs> if you're shooting out in some really dry areas, yes, be careful because they will catch stuff don't on fire. Be firing into the pine straw, right? Don't fire into the brush. <laughs> don't go in. But I just wonder. I mean, and and the the fact is, he uses this argument, which just kills me every time I hear it. Nobody needs, needs. to increase their rate of fire. Needs. Yeah, I, well, you know what. The Democrats in those states don't need this tyrannical power. Rosa Parks did not need to sit in the front of the bus. <laughs> Rights are not determined by need. <laughs> exactly. They aren't. They really aren't. You know? The United States does not need to fight the British to uh, free their country. No, they wanted no, to, though. They wanted to. That's right. We Women don't to. need the right to vote. Right. But they want but a right is not something that has to be needed. A right is something that is God-given. Yeah. Everybody should be equal under the law. Equal under the law. Boy. Just because somebody thinks you don't need it doesn't mean you don't doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to have it. Exactly. You know? You know this is what I was saying about a lot of these politicians. Just because they don't want you to have it, but they can. That yeah, well, I don't know if he has pretty, one or not. Pretty but messed up. Same way I feel about radio people. We should have... Unalienable rights others don't have. Oh, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, I absolutely. Mean, we should be exempt not? from everything. There should be some type of radio elitism. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that come with a press pass? Call a joke. Pardon? Doesn't that come with a press pass? Oh, yes. All right. Then we need press you, passes. Stat. <laughs> didn't you get yours? No, I haven't. Oh. I need, we need to work on that. You never know where I might find myself. Maybe at a, having a, to flash uh, it around. certain Republican convention. Yeah. Backstage, backstage pass. I mean, uh. Press pass, press, press pass. pass. Oh, I love that. It's like magic. I look forward to trying this out. But anyway, if you're in Connecticut and you have any bump stock, <laughs> I will shorten the lanyard myself. <laughs> Make adjustments. That's it. But if you have any bump stock, a binary trigger, a trigger crank, trigger crank, or any similar device, it now makes you a Class D felon under Connecticut law. To own, possess, sell, or transfer one, violators could face five years in prison and up to $5,000 in fines. So okay, it's in the Constitution, but it somehow makes you a felony. Yes. Okay, we're going to be right back. We've got a few messages from our lovely sponsors. If you'd like to be one, contact us at gm at americasradio.com. We'll be right back. Want to give your family, our loved one, the perfect gift? Then go online and check out the TornadoBodyDryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it and you'll love having one in your shower. 
You can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan, and every family will save thousands of dollars a year. I'm Ellen Deal, and if you've been hurt by the Affordable Care Act, you can email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com to see if we can help. Small business owners, individuals, families, and baby boomers, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com for three easy questions to determine if you can get away from Obamacare. I'm a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry and here to help you for all your insurance needs. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not-so-fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around Town Movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. I'm Roger B. This With is Locked and Loaded. Weapons. <laughs> That's right. During the break, well, we got a message that a certain Democrat might be coming outside, and we don't have on mask. So, now go ahead. We decided to be prepared if a certain Democrat tries to shoot us. No. But our, uh, our uh, legend here, our boss, has brought in his fine example yes. of a... PO8 Luger. PO8. This is, I guess, uh, World War One, World War Two vintage. It was originally, I think, designed in uh, 1909. I want to say 1905. 1905. Okay, so it's about the same date as the original 1911, which came out in 1905, also, and later was perfected in uh, 1911, as you may imagine. Thus, the right. 1911. This is a gorgeous example of this weapon. If you can see this, I don't know if you're watching. If you're not watching, then you'll just have to. You'll just later. have to. You know, let me make this easy. So right now, Roger is holding this gun and uh, examining it quite closely, and it's so, in great shape. You know, just look up later on YouTube or Facebook, America's Web Radio. We have a Facebook page, we have a uh, YouTube page, and you can watch any of our shows. So go find yourself locked and loaded, and you can see this uh, fine, fine weapon. Of a yes, POA. that's a. It was very fine. And, and it feels great. Yeah, it's oh, it's it's an amazing weapon for its time, and it fits your hand really well. Yep. And it was the ori- I think it, I believe it was the originator of the nine millimeter cartridge that we still use today. Wow, now that I didn't know. Yep, that's good. that was something. Right, nine by nineteen. Nine yes, by there are other ones that have come out since the nine by eighteen, nine by twenty-one, a bunch of other things. But the original nine millimeter Luger cartridge is still available and probably one of the most popular cartridges available oh, today. It has to be. That's yeah, awesome, without a so doubt. You're just always and it was learning designed stuff. back in 1905. Always learning stuff on Locked and Loaded. That's right. Let's hope so Gosh, because think about that. somebody Nin- needs to learn something. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 1905. That's think right. About that. And that cartridge is still it's one. Of, still is still the most the popular cartridge the, used yeah. in the country today. Man. Wow. Now the and the 45 I think was available before. No, actually, it was. I think it came out. They did it in 1905 with the original design of the 45 semi-automatic pistol, which later was hmm. perfected. Well, some people say perfected in 1911, <laughs> and has basically existed as a 1911-45 since then. But the original design was a 1905. Also very popular. Oh, yeah. 
But now, you know, the 9mm gives you uh, higher capacity. Oh, yeah. And with newer ammo and I mean, plus P loads and newer weapons. The things that they've done, yeah. With it's the, amazing. Love it. Love it. Now, there's one more. Okay, let's just do the sniper stuff because I like this. Yeah, let's get to sniper stuff. Okay, we've got a few minutes here. Okay, the I four. I know we have another listener out there right now who probably is going, yes, get to the sniper stuff. These are the four guns used to make the longest sniper kills in history. The M2 machine gun. Okay, not something you normally would think of as a sniper weapon. But apparently, Carlos Hathcock, if you don't know who he is, he was a legendary sniper. Did he walk around half-cocked all the time? No, no, no. He was a legendary sniper, also known as White Feather. He had a World War II era machine gun they used as a sniping system Hmm. because he's able to put a large optic on it. And it gave him the effective yeah. range with the 50 caliber that was not available any other way at that time. Wow. There were no bolt-action 50 calibers or semi-auto. There was no Barrett M82s at that time. Mm-hmm. No, so with this, he could and he could fire repeats. Yeah, built to fire the 50 caliber round. Mm-hmm. You know, the M2 had the range is what he was looking for. So he this was he he had made kills with this particular weapon, which was outstanding. I mean, that's just he that's ingenuity at its best. Yep. He's the Marine Corps, of course. And those of you who know snipers know Carlos Hathcock. In fact, uh, he's probably one of the most prolific mm-hmm. in history up until recently with uh, Chris with Kyle. Chris Kyle, yeah, that's awesome. But he had a custom scope with a bracket he built himself. He could engage targets at over sixteen hundred yards away. Hmm. So that's kind of cool. Record-breaking February 1967, a kill was made at 2,500 yards. Wow. <coughs> wow. 2,500 yards. Put that in perspective. Right that, that, held, that record held until the war in Afghanistan in 2002. Oh, yes. From 1967 to 2002. That's, that's quite the That's uh, a long-standing record. Oh. Sniper's saying is. One shot, one kill. One shot, one kill. Run, you'll only die tired. <laughs> yeah. You can run, but you're going to die tired. Uh, number three, that was number four. So number three was the Barrett M82A1, Special Application Scoped Rifle. This was, uh, let's see, circa 1990. Modern American sniper Sergeant Brian Kramer currently holds the American record for the longest sniper kill in Iraq while serving with the 75th Ranger Regiment. And that was good up to ranges up to 2,000 yards. Now, this gun weighs 30 mm-hmm. pounds. If you're familiar with one of these, you handled one. Mm-hmm. They're heavy, but they're they're Big. mission-specific built to be mm-hmm. sniper weapons. So this was not improvised or anything. This was built to be this kind of weapon. Uh, let me interrupt a second. Sure. We're really, when you're talking about this, you're really talking about a sniper team as opposed to just one person. Well, well usually there's usually a spotter. Always yeah. a spotter, yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes, a lot of times, they'll embed a sniper with a squad, you know, 12 guys, and it'll be one sniper Still with them. Still usually has a squad. Right, yeah, a there'll spotter. be a spotter. Usually it's just a two-man team. sit there and watch his back. And then uh, yeah. the spotter identify what he should, uh, what the uh, shooter should set the scope off? Um, he'll give them the information. Like, say, I see a cross breeze, you're out at, you know, 1,600 yards. I see a little bit of a cross breeze this way. He'll give them the information, and it's up to the shooter to make the final determination a lot of times. Or if they work together for a long time, they know what they're looking for, then he'll tell them three clicks left, six clicks up, whatever. Mm-hmm. He, he knows what the shooter needs. Some shooters will do that for themselves every time. It just depends on, you know, the fluidity of their team, how long they've been together, you know, how they work. But, yeah, they'll give him all the information he needs that he can't always assess from looking through his scope. 
Yeah, it's pretty so. nice. But the M eighty two, you know, nineteen ninety, that that's outstanding. That that one's still in service today too. So mm. next, number two, Accuracy International L one one five A three. Now this is a bolt action rifle, if I'm not mistaken. It was a standard long range rifle of the British military. And he hit a pair of Taliban machine gunners with 10 shots at a range of 2,707 yards, beating all previous records by 50 yards. That's awesome. Now, this is also known as the Arctic Warfare Magnum. That's the civilian version, and it's a 338 Lapua round. Lapua. Which, if you're familiar with that, that is... It's it's smaller than a fifty caliber, but the diameter of the bullet's smaller, so it actually has higher velocity, mm-hmm. and usually can get better range than a fifty caliber can. Because the fifty caliber was never designed to be a sniper grade cartridge, while the Lapua was. It was made for extreme range. In fact, that was one of the guns that Chris Kyle was known for using rather well. That, and I believe he had a uh, three hundred Win Mag, a three hundred eight, mm-hmm. a few others, but. Yeah, but he was fond of the 338 Lapua for super long range. And another one, the final one, the number one, the C-15 long range sniper weapon, which is a um, Canadian sniper training weapon, 50 caliber sniper rifle. So it's another 50 caliber. It's not the semi-automatic. It's also the McMillan TAC-50, which I believe is a bolt action Mm -hmm. magazine fed. And it has broken the record for the world's longest kill on separate occasions over the last 15 years. 2,526 yards later that month hit a shot 2,657 yards and now a mind-blowing 3,540 yards gee wow. holy cow you can't hide from that I'm not gonna hide now. <laughs> you know I mean I've, I've done a lot of or, you're crossing some states with it because it happened on my watch and uh, I looked into it and and uh, served in the military and and fired a number of weapons. I'm sorry, but I well no, I'm not sorry either. Don't I be sorry. still have yeah, a hard time buying the shot made in Dallas. Oh oh, uh, oh yeah, I don't know from no from scope the, from the book suppository. Yeah, no scope, uh, a junky piece of Russian. Italian, I thought. Italian, you're right. I'm sorry. Italian Italian weapon Mm. that was... Well, I mean, bolt-action rifles are known to be accurate. uh, If you practice with anything, you can get good at it. What's the saying? Uh, Everybody gets lucky at some time? Yeah. Or something like that. Even a blind hog finds an acorn once in a while, right? That's it, or something like that. Blind squirrel. Something about blind blind squirrel, blind hog, blind blind animal finds food once in a while. There's a... I don't remember his name, but back in Vietnam, there was a, a, a sniper... Uh, and this guy got all kinds of rewards. It was an amazing guy. He, uh, Carlos Hathcock. Was that Carlos Hathcock? I believe so. I don't know if it was. I, I, it just doesn't. I can't remember if it was him. It might have been that other guy because there was another guy. Uh, anyway, but they did uh, using, I think, an M4. Um, he was in, in a position where he had he either had to kill these guys. And they were basically what happened was he was in, he was in front of a swamp in pure darkness. And he had very primitive night vision scope. Right. You could see these guys coming across. They're coming across a swamp. I mean, he had to, within seconds, figure out who the closest ones were. 18. He got 18 kills. 18 shots, 18 dead. Wow. One event. 
Okay. And he had to hit the the close ones first, and then hit the. It was. It's a great story. I have to look it up. I'll. I'll it might have been Carlos. I have to look it up. All right, we're gonna call it a. We're gonna oh, call one more it a thing day. before you call it. Yes, we did have a listener question that. Uh, oh, let me ask the question we're real quick. Time. He said, uh, do, "Does he get his sales tax money back if they ban? If he buys a gun part and they ban it? I That's a know. good question <laughs> for next week. That's right." You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.